I am Johnny Massacre and welcome to the Johnny Massacre Show. This is the Monday Night Massacre. On tonight's show, billionaires Elon Musk and Bill Gates have basically started feuding online. In other news, Macron wins the election in France. Also, a new hunting video game is coming out for next generation consoles called Way of the Hunter. And finally, wet potato chips revolutionize the potato chip industry in Japan. Who's fucking with me? Give me a hell yeah! Random smattering of news for you tonight. So Elon Musk is beefing with the bastard Bill Gates on thegatewaypundit.com. They say Elon Musk explains the meaning behind his tweet, moving on. Elon Musk tweeted moving on this morning and left many questioning what he meant. Did this mean he was no longer purchasing Twitter and redesigning it as a free speech platform? Here is the tweet in question, moving on. You wouldn't have expected it, but this is actually related to Bill Gates. They say this tweet led to a flurry of responses on Twitter, but a short time later, Musk shared that his tweet was related to Bill Gates. So Musk tweeted moving on, and then he followed up with, in parentheses, from making fun of Gates for shorting Tesla while claiming to support climate change action. So what this means is a stock short is when you borrow some stocks and then you sell the stocks hoping that the company value goes down and the stocks value decreases. Then you buy back the stocks for a lower amount and then you return the stocks to the person you borrowed them from and then you make a profit. And if Bill Gates is therefore betting against Tesla, Considering that Tesla is all about climate change and making the world a greener place, apparently, that means Bill Gates doesn't support climate change. And that's what Musk is talking about there. So the article says, On Friday, Musk reported on Bill Gates in some really humorous and shocking tweets. These tweets made Musk even more of a legend. They were historic. So this shit's fucking amazing. This is fucking amazing. Look at this tweet Musk made dissing Bill Gates in his feud with Bill Gates. <laughs> it's so good. Look. He says, in case you need to lose a boner fast, he tweeted, <laughs> he tweeted out Bill Gates looking really podgy with his man boobs in his belly next to the new um, pregnant man emoji released by Apple. Now, this hits on so many levels. Firstly, it's funny because Bill Gates is all telling us what to do and how to be healthy and talking about vaccines and stuff when he's unhealthy as fuck. Also, it's mocking Apple's ridiculous pregnant man emoji because men cannot get pregnant. Women who paint beards on their faces can pretend to be men, um, but that's pretty much about it. So it's mocking that as well. And it's just funny as fuck because this guy's trying to buy Twitter and he's just like the rest of us. He's a lad and he's he's funny and he's a dude. So I, I like this. Elon Musk absolutely obliterating Bill Gates online. King of the memes is Musk. And the funny thing is the pregnant man emoji looks so much like Bill Gates. <laughs> Oh, man. But when a pregnant apple emoji actually looks better than you, um, you know you've got problems. And then Elon Musk followed up with Shadow Ban Council reviewing this tweet and a figure of <laughs> shadowy kind of like ethereal uh, kind of uh, creatures in robes, which is just a brilliant tweet as well because the reason that Elon Musk has taken over Twitter is to stop shit like this and the shadow banning. And wouldn't that be amazing if we could find out the inner workings of Twitter, see who's shadow banned. And he wants to make it open source, which would mean it's totally transparent and would really be a, a free market of ideas, which is the whole original intention of Twitter before it became woke as fuck. 
So there you go. Elon Musk and Bill Gates were beefing, were fighting, and Elon Musk apparently now is moving on. And isn't that entertaining? So you might be forgiven for wondering what is happening with Musk's takeover of Twitter. So according to the Wall Street Journal, they say Twitter re-examines Elon Musk's bid, maybe more receptive to a deal. Two sides are meeting Sunday to discuss the takeover bid, but people familiar with the matter have basically broken this news. Um, that's an anonymous source, so take that with a pinch of salt, to use a cliche. But they say that Twitter Incorporated is re-examining Elon Musk's 43 billion takeover offer after the billionaire lined up financing for the bid in a sign the social media company could be more receptive. Twitter has been expected to rebuff the offer, which Mr. Musk made earlier this month, without saying how he would pay for it. But after he disclosed last week that he now has $46.5 billion in financing, Twitter is taking a fresh look at the offer and is more likely than before to seek to negotiate. People familiar with the matter said. So again, anonymous source. So that's hardly concrete news, but it's moving along. And I think we're going to find out within the next couple of weeks if Musk will be successful or not. In other news, Macron has won a second term in the presidential election in France, as you can see here, a grinning Moron, Macron, um, victorious. And on NWO, NewWorldOrder.me, uh, they also run this story. They say, in a stunning victory against nationalism and France's future, radical neo-Marxist Emmanuel Macron has defeated Marine Le Pen to remain president of France. Um, he won with 58.2% of the vote, which is quite a lot, I guess, but not as much as last time. Now, I'm unhappy that Macron won. I don't really know a lot about him, but I know he is a globalist. According to Breitbart.com, they say globalist Macron wins despite big drop in support. They say Macron, who has enjoyed an unusual transition from Rothschild financier to economy minister for Socialist Party, President Francois Hollande, to successful presidential candidate, now looks set to become the president. And he has done that. And yes, Socialist Party. That's why I don't like Macron, because socialism, wherever it has been implemented, has absolutely destroyed everything. Look at the American states that try to instill socialism, like in California, supposed to make us all equal, most unequal place on fucking earth. Literally, literally, literally. That's what socialism did, the opposite of what it's supposed to do. The rich are fucking ultra rich over in uh, California. Did I say Florida? If I did, I meant California. The poor are ultra poor. They have an in insane exploding homeless problem. And in my opinion, that's because they flirt with socialism. And as you've seen there, Macron... He um, basically plied his trade as an economy minister for the Socialist Party. So I don't like socialism. The other reason I dislike Macron is because of this. Look, he's a young leader for the World Economic Forum who literally want to instill communism around the world and want to remove private ownership. So Macron has won the presidential race in France, and it's bad for these reasons. Look on the World Economics Forum, you can see right here, they say President Macron of France outlined his agenda to create a more competitive France and address the concerns of many French citizens on globalization. 
He told participants at the World Economic Forum annual meeting, quote, the objective is very simple and straightforward, to make France more competitive, more innovative, in order to finance a fair system. So he's all about globalization. What kind of fair system is Macron talking about, the guy who is now in charge of France? Well, he literally wants to end capitalism as we know it. The only thing that has brought the world out of poverty and hunger. Check this out. According to Breitbart, French President Macron declares modern capitalism, quote, can no longer work, end quote. And he said that at the World Economic Forum, which we've just looked at there. And he says the capitalist model together with this open economy can no longer work. Oh, really? What is your suggestion? Socialism? Because as I said, wherever that has been tried, it has destroyed everything. So that's why I don't like Macron. I don't like socialism. I don't like communism. I don't like all the people who starved and died due to communism. I don't like the way in California, a once great state has been reduced to shit. And for the first time ever, pretty much more people are leaving than coming in for those reasons. Now, how about all the people who didn't support Macron? Do you think they're taking the election lying down? Well, guess what? According to the Times.co.uk, they say nearly a third of Le Pen backers say French presidential election is rigged. The survey by the IFOP Institute underlined widespread distrust with the electoral process, notably among supporters of the populist national rally candidate so where have we seen this before we kind of saw this in america right which is weird because some people's policies are so terrible and yet they win and so people start questioning the election uh, people are protesting on reddit on anarcho-capitalism here's a video of a protest in france after macron won the election you see that there and it's pretty sizable so people are protesting it right now and i guess one of the reasons they're protesting is probably the same reasons people in america protested um or at least some of the reasons must be the same one of them is their policies are just so fucking bad i mean biden i watched the presidential debate between biden and trump and all biden offered was a dark winter and to raise your taxes under the thin veil of green energy. That's literally all he offered. So people question how the fuck someone like that could win. And Macron also had terrible policies. For example, his big vaccination gamble, according to foreignpolicy.com, where the French president made vaccines mandatory for many, which sparked fresh protests ahead of the elections. On the foreignpolicy.com, they say, in one of the most vaccine-hesitant countries in the world, Macron is imposing sweeping vaccination requirements, making the anti-coronavirus shots virtually unavoidable for anyone wanting to live a normal life amid a dramatic surge in cases driven by the Delta variant um, last week. The so-called health pass became mandatory in France. So yes, he's instilling a health pass, which means unless you do exactly what the government say, and you allow the government to own your body and say what you can and cannot do with your body, you can't eat. You can't go to a restaurant, you can't socialize, and you can't have a life. Yes, the guy who made those policies just won in France. If, and I'm sure it is, the election is uh, legitimate, then it goes to show that fear will get you elected. And that is fucking terrifying because anyone who gets elected based on fear is going to be a complete tyrant. If you just take a cursory glance across history, Look, 
on News Rescue, they say Francis Macron mandates vaccines. Unvaccinated will be home restricted. In the words of Macron himself, this is the guy who just got elected in France. He said uh, not too long ago, quote, I no longer have any intention of sacrificing my life, my time, my freedom and the adolescence of my daughters, as well as their right to study properly for those who refuse to be vaccinated. This time you'll stay at home not us. Those who do not get vaccinated will no longer be able to go to restaurants, cafes, cinemas, and museums. This is just basic human rights abuses. We all have a right to participate in society. And the guy who took that away just got elected in France. So he is reasoning there that if everybody gets vaccinated, then he won't have to sacrifice his life anymore. Why though? Because if the vaccine is so great, why is he sacrificing his life? Surely he's going to be fine. And if the vaccine is so great, that means if everybody takes it, the coronavirus is going to go away, right? But it's still here. So that basically means all of these crazy rules that he instilled in France were for no fucking reason, unless there's a pretty good damn reason. And I think there's no reason that should ever justify what Macron did there. Then people are not going to be happy with those decisions. And yet he got elected. So there you go. Perhaps suggesting that making your presidential pitch on fear is quite effective. And I think you're going to see patterns in America with the midterms coming up. I think you're going to see the left a run on crisis, which is the only thing they can run on. They're going to talk about climate change. They're going to talk about white supremacy. They're going to talk about the coronavirus. And you're going to see a lot more of this because it seems to be quite effective and winning elections. I'm Jordi Masca, and if you're just joining us, we're discussing Musk versus Gates and Macron winning their presidency in France. But if you've been watching from the beginning, stop your grinning and drop your linen. Donate some cash and let's keep winning. Streamlabs.com forward slash Jordi Masca. The more you donate, the more of me you're going to get. We only have five days to go to make $625. If you want to keep watching the show Monday to Friday and have the three cheeky live streams, Please donate generously. Click the donation link in the description box below. Streamlabs.com forward slash Johnny Massacre. Keep this channel running. Fund the massacre. So more lighthearted news now is a hunting game. So I've always liked these kind of games in nature, like fishing games and stuff that came up back in the day on the Sega Dreamcast or even the Sega Saturn. I just like fishing games. I have a weird obsession with them. And I'm looking for some kind of outdoorsy type game which doesn't necessarily involve shooting. And I looked online at hunting games. There's basically none, especially no next generation ones that are really that good. And one's been announced and I just hope it's multiplayer because wouldn't it be awesome going with your mates into the wilderness and hunting in a kind of relaxing game before you blow away some animals and shit? That would be awesome. So I did say I'm, I like games in nature without shooting and stuff, but there is shooting. But the point is the main part of the game is being out, listening to the birds and the breeze and the trees and shit like that. I like this stuff. So check this out. THQ Nordic and Nine Rocks Games announced Way of the Hunter for PS5, Xbox Series and PC. That means it's not cross-platform and the graphics should be awesome because the old generation of consoles don't have to run them. They say over on Gematsu.com, it features two vast open world hunting territories in the US and Europe. Look at this. We need Joe Rogan up in this shit. So, yes, a hunting game is coming out. And I'm just, uh, I, the release date hasn't been announced. But here are some pictures. Some ducks flying away about to get filled full of lead. We've got a bear. That bear's coming to pull out your liver. Better fucking shoot it in the face, bro. We got, nah, you shouldn't do that. You should shoot to kill. Shoot it through the heart. We got some wildebeestie buffalo type shit. The graphics look sick. Looks really relaxing and, and nice. We got, a, I think that's a moose. Is that a moose? 
And we've got some deer and shit. Got some more deer. Look, the graphics look sick. So there is um there is a video of this, and I haven't seen this, so let's react to this. Oh look, it's co-op. Co-op multiplayer allows players to venture out together. Share the thrill of the chase. Mate, so all the Joe Rogan wannabes have got their wish. Let's now watch the trailer. I hope this is delish and good. It's like a trailer reaction for you lot. I haven't seen this yet. Lot of mercy. Look, the music's sick. I like this. They ask, what draws me out here? To the middle of nowhere. Wow. But hunters know. You're in the middle of everything. Captured from in-game footage. A world of opportunity and adventure. This looks amazing. Can't be sure what's waiting for you. No two hunts are ever the same. It's about choosing your path, deciding your prey. It's that extra beat of the heart when you find fresh tracks. When you find shit. And hear a call back. That feeling when you scout the herd, then go silent, closing in. Oh. But you can never underestimate nature's will to survive. They've got to get Joe Rogan in on this as the face of the game. And that's the challenge. Dynamic weather. Interesting. Every hunter knows there's always another chance. Because no two hunts are ever the same. So that's the pitch. No two hunts are the same. Trust your raw instincts. And when it all comes together, the perfect spot. The perfect start. Nice graphics there. Perfect shot. There's nothing quite like it. That's the way of the wild. <laughs> That's the way of the hunter. That looks cool. It was a little bit long, that trailer, and I would have edited out some of that dialogue, but generally it was pretty good. So the pitch is no two hunts are ever the same. So that means there's endless entertainment. You're always going to want to come back because it's not a linear experience. Way of the hunter, what do you think about that? I think that looks fun, and I'm really excited that it's multiplayer. Finally for tonight, apparently a new wet potato chip has launched in Japan where I am based. So I thought I'd give you a little bit of random Japanese news. On Sora News 24, they say new wet potato chips revolutionize the snack industry in Japan. So here are the chips in question. In England, we call these crisps, bruv. And it says nure jaga, which basically means wet potato. And... The article says that, as the name suggests, the new chips are moist. A word not often used to describe potato chips. They appear to take their inspiration from nure senbei, a type of moist senbei rice cracker that's been sold by a variety of Japanese confectioners since 1963. So these were only exclusively available at the brand's flagship store, which I have seen in Japan. But as of April, which is right now, they've been expanded to 7-Eleven stores. I actually have a 7-Eleven over the road. Should I go have a peek at that? See, I'm on a diet. I can't eat that shit. I can't eat that shit. But should we get someone in to eat it? Should we get a hot babe to come over here and eat my 
potato chips. So here's what they look like. Not so glamorous when they're not being shot with a by a professional photographer, but that is them there. They say holding one of these chips will immediately make your fingers sticky as they really are moist to the touch. Biting into one, the taster found that it was soft and juicy on the outside and crispy on the inside. It was unlike any other potato chip she's ever tasted. There it is. So wet potato chips over in Japan called Nure Jaga. And I thought that's quite fun news. Japan always comes out with weird novel snacks, which is one reason why their junk food for me is some of the best in the world. It's always changing. It's always exciting. And it's weird because Japan's traditional food, they don't really change it that much. They stick to the recipe. But when it comes to junk food, they don't hold back. They'll change that shit on a monthly basis. So there's always a reason to come back and clog up your arteries further when you visit the convenience stores, which completely plague the country. Um, but then again, place probably not the right word because there's no obesity epidemic out here. For some reason, people can control themselves. Nevertheless, always loads of interesting snacks out here if you like snacks like me. I have been Johnny Masker, and I tell you what, mate, you better be back for the next episode. Otherwise, I'll be coming round your house. Please make sure to like and subscribe and hit that notification bell because that is what all those other cunts tell you to do. Layers.